two. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Kingdom of Living podcast. What is up? <laughs> great to be back with all of you guys. Hope you guys had a great Christmas time and are getting uh, getting close to New Year's. 2023 is fast approaching. Looking yes. back at 2022, um, you know, been been an interesting year for a lot of people. A lot of great things have happened. Definitely been some challenges that we have that we have mm. overcome. Uh, you know, God is God is moving. God's at work. We refuse to yield to the enemy's plans. And uh, I just want to encourage you guys that are listening. We're going to talk about it a little bit here tonight as well, too. But uh, 2023, if we look forward to it, it can be a daunting thing for some people. But if we use the word of God, if we use the faith that he has given us, if we walk hand in hand with God, like we've been talking about since the very beginning of this podcast, we can have good success and we can have a great 2023 and uh, even better year than 2022. We're always supposed to be increasing, always supposed to be going forward in our walk with God, never, never retreating, never lessening, but always increasing in that, uh, in that angle as well, too. So Dakota, it's good to have you back tonight. Good to be here and looking forward to 2023, man. We've got a lot of great content planned coming up, a lot of great interviews planned coming up as well, too. And uh, yeah, what, man, what's, uh, what's on your heart for 2023? Looking forward yeah um no like josh said it's it's gonna be back i hope you guys again like josh said i hope you guys have a, had a great christmas um i know that uh you know for those of us in michigan it was uh definitely a white christmas that's true i uh, had a crazy crazy snowstorm crazy couple of days um but god is good and it was uh it was awesome um yeah i i always take the last week always since i've been an adult i've always taken the last week of of whatever year it is to kind of reflect um on the year you know what i mean where i started the goals that i had set um you know reevaluating you know which goals did i did i meet which goals did i come short in you know what i mean and just kind of like um you know always trying to grow and be better and so I do that. And then, um, as the, the year kind of comes to a close, I move from reflection to looking forward. Um, you know, where, where do I see myself, um, in, in 2023, what do I see God doing, um, in me and through me and, and, uh, you know, kind of where, where do I, where do I feel like he's leading me? What, what is he asking me to do? What is, um, you know, what's my, What's my vision for the next year, you know? And um, it's not, you know, always huge stuff because, you know, we're called to, um, you know, the same things for a while, I guess is how mm -hmm. I want to say that. Um, but, you know, if you don't, I think it's important to always take that time to first reflect and then look forward and ask God, you know, maybe what are some ways I can be more effective this year in the things that you've called me to? Um, what are some things that I uh, have let slack or let lack off. You know what I mean? Um, my, uh, I was actually just talking to uh, one of my accountability partners today, um, about this and about, you know, how, where, you know, some certain areas that God's highlighted to me over the last couple of weeks, like, look, like you've backed off on this and you need to get back in there. You need to get back into it, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah. So anyways, all that to say, uh, you know, the thing I'm looking forward to most in, in, in 2023, other than uh, the fact that I am fixing to have a kid, 
Um, so that's super exciting is, um, you know, just what, what I, what I feel like God has in store for me this next year. And, and, um, you know, in the various ministries that I'm helping at and stuff like that. So, yeah, but, uh, but like Josh said, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, some fundamentals, right? Like getting back to the basics, looking at, you know, um, the basics of our walk with God, the basics of our, of our Christianity and how to move and operate within the things of God, because, um, you know, we were, Josh and I were talking right before we started this about, you know, the famous, the famous football speech, gentlemen, this is a football, right. Mm -hmm. To a bunch of NFL football players, right. That obviously know it's football, Mm -hmm. but, but the truth in what he was saying was if you master these fundamental aspects of football, we will dominate as a team. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, um, that, that is true in a lot of ways for Christianity as well. You know, if we, if we focus on the big stuff that the Bible focuses on, right. And, and, and not get so caught up in the little tiny things here and there, uh, we can be really effective, you know? Um, and, and if we focus on, on the fundamentals, the big stuff, like I said, the big things, the, you know, salvation, who God is relationship with God, how God operates those things. Um, we'll see, we'll see God move. We'll see things happen, you know? So, um, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> that's awesome. And it's uh, Vince Lombardi for those of you that are wanting to go check it Vince out. Vince Lombardi. It <laughs> so famous Green Bay Packers football coach from long, long, Last long good time coach ago. they ever had. Hey, now listen, listen, <laughs> spoken like a true Lions fan. <laughs> but yeah, I think Dakota is really on the right track there when it comes to talking about the basics. And like you said, it's a great speech. It's legendary because of the fact that he's talking to professional football players, athletes who uh, who handle a football constantly. That is their life. It is, it is take this ball and get it across that line. And literally at the beginning of the season, he holds up the football and says, gentlemen, back to the basics. This is a football and they're all probably just thinking and wondering, like, all right, what's what's wrong with coach? What's wrong with <laughs> what's wrong with coach coach Vince right now? He's lost his mind. We all know what a football is. Right. But the the principle of it is really good because it's it's if we forget to apply the basics and if we forget about the foundational truths that we yeah. that we have in the word of God, we're going to make some mistakes that happen further down the road. I wanted to share a quick story along those lines. Um <clears throat> talking specifically about about foundation truths and about basics. One of our teachers from Rama, Doug Jones, used to talk about how the foundational truths of the word of God applied on a daily basis will cause growth over the period of your life. There's a lot of people trying to figure out, well, how do I grow? How do I get stronger in my faith? How do I grow my relationship with God? What are the things that I need to do? And uh, Mr. Jones was talking about the basic truths of the word of God applied on a daily basis. So you have to have the basic truths. You have to have the foundational principles. And once you understand what those are, and if you will apply them on a daily basis, not just a weekly basis, not a monthly or a yearly basis, it's something you have to constantly be checking all the time in your life and in your spiritual walk with God. 
Uh, and if you look at Hebrews chapter six, you can find some of the, the basic foundational principles. It talks about, uh, you know, um, you know, salvation. It talks about baptism. It talks about faith and the laying out of hands for uh, to receive the Holy Spirit for healing, all different kinds of stuff that you want to talk about. The resurrection of the dead, the fact that there is a there is a heaven and that there is a hell at the end. And that might not be popular with some people to hear nowadays, but that's what Jesus talked about. And, you know, what Paul talked about in the book of Hebrews is, listen, guys, like we're living for something that is a eternal we're not yeah. just living for what is here in front of us today and and tomorrow that we can let that be whatever it is and paul is saying you know there is there is things that we have in the future in eternity that are waiting for us and we should be working uh you know the work of of the ministry of the call of god which is to take the gospel around the world to share the good news with all creation so we can store up treasures in heaven um and and you know when you are looking at it from an eternity mindset the way that you have success, the way you have success there, and you can have a good reward at the end is by applying the basics right now. My missions teacher is a guy named Joe Dunnick when I was back at Rayma, and he had a great story that I kind of want to I kind of want to tell and then and then jump off here to you, Dakota. He was in India, I think it was actually in Mumbai, and they were working on getting a school started you know, a missions, uh, not a mission school, but it was a Rama Bible training college campus that was going into the nation of India. They were installing this thing. And when they were, they were working on the building, Joe was over there talking to some of the leaders that were kind of getting curriculum. They're getting some stuff done. He noticed that there was a building uh, and the building was dug really, really deep in the ground. And there was like these huge pylons and other kinds of things in there. And, and Joe was asking a question about it too. And he was like, you guys dug that hole really, really deep. And he's like, well, how come uh, you guys are digging so deep down there too? And it's like, why do you have such a massive hole? Like, you know, like what's the reason? Because in the United States, you know, like we'll pour a foundation, we'll put some stuff on top of it and kind of go that way. And the guy made a comment that really stuck with Joe. And he said, here in India, he said, we have earthquakes, we have monsoon rains, we have all different kinds of stuff. And he said, when you're looking at a building, the thing that determines how high you can build is how deep you go first. You have to set a deep foundation. And the yeah. deeper your foundation goes, the higher that you can build. Because if you have a shallow foundation here in India, when a monsoon comes or when an earthquake comes or when the high yeah. winds come, your building will be destroyed you will not have a building that will last. And mm -hmm. he said, we have to go very, very deep here, even to have a two or three story structure because of the way that the land is and the ground is here too. So we have to set a firm foundation. I think if I remember correctly, it was almost double what it was of the height of the building. And he said, if wow. you have to, I, I don't remember the exact things, but I think it was about double. And if you don't have that, he was saying, your building will lack structural integrity and you will lose the building later on. You won't lose it maybe in a day. But there will be a steady corrosion that happens and your mm. building will begin to settle and it will it will fall apart and it will be destroyed. And Joe talked to us about that for a little while. And he was saying, you know, watch the basics, watch your mouth. First of all, watch what's coming yeah. out of it, because, you know, death and life is in the power of the tongue. That is a basic truth that most of us that have been in the word for a long time or, uh, you know, sit around, run in the circles that we run in, know that truth. But there's yeah. been many times where I've been on the bad side of that as much as I've been on the good side of that, where I'm actually tearing my foundation out and I'm damaging myself because I'm speaking negative. I'm speaking things that are just, you know, not what I want to receive. I'm speaking death right. over certain parts of my life. And God's really been talking to me about that too, is 
this year, make sure your foundation is going deep in me. Make sure that you are digging down strong into me so that as I build up in you, you can actually hold that because your foundation is strong. So I want to uh, pass it over to you quick, Dakota, and, and see what you thought as well. But that thought has really been sticking with me too, is the what determines how high you can go is how deep you go first. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's really good, Josh. And, you know, I think that when talking about the things of, of God, um, a lot of times people, and I think I've said this before, but a lot of times people see the, the minister that is, you know, leading these massive crusades and it's like, oh man, like, that's awesome. I want to do something like that. But the truth is many of us, I want to be careful how I word this because I don't want you to think that I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say it like this. So, um, many of us aren't willing to put the time in to get to that point. Um, and it's not like, you know, God's saying, well, after you read the Bible for 46 hours, then you ascend to X level or whatever. That's not what we're talking about, but there is a truth there in that, you know, those people, the, the amount of study, the amount of sacrifice, the amount of time with God that they spend, the, we don't even, we can't even comprehend I think for a lot of us, like, I'm going to be honest, you know, we talk to to people and, you know, you say something about like, Hey, you want to start this Bible plan with me? And they're like, Oh, well, what is it? You know? And it's like, Oh, well, we're going to read the whole Bible in 90 days. And people are like, you mean I'd have to read for like (laughs) 25 minutes a day. And that's like a huge deal. And listen, if that's where you are and you're like, man, I couldn't do that much. Listen, I'm not coming down on you or anything. But what I am saying is we got to dig and build that foundation. Like what, like what Josh was just saying. And, and because, you know, like the Bible says, the man who builds his house on the rock, right. When the storms of life come, it stands. But if you build it on a shaky foundation, you build it on the sand, right. Like it says in the word, then when the, when the winds come and, and the rains come and the flood or whatever, you know, the song, when the rain came down and the flood, right. Like when, when that stuff happens, your, your house falls in on itself. It's destroyed. Why? Because there's no foundation. There's no real holding power, I guess, to that thing. Right. And so we look at these guys and we think, oh, it must be so nice to be that, you know, do these things and go these places but we don't see the time that it took for them to dig deep. Right. And to really, really find out who God is, what he can do, what he's placed on the inside of them. Right. And also you don't, I think a lot of times we, we, I think it translates to the way that we deal with situations in our lives. Um, And I I know it sounds like I'm kind of shifting what I'm saying a little bit, like uh, changing an angle, but like it's the it's two sides of the same coin, right? Like we look at big wig people, we're like, oh, that's awesome, but we don't realize how much work and time and 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 digging they've put into the foundation that they've built. And then on the other side, we hear something that they say and we try to take that and we try to operate in that off of their faith, if that makes any sense. Like, and then you know, we we step out and we try it out, and then something doesn't happen the way that they said it should, or the way the word said it should. And we're mad at God, but in actuality, like we didn't take the time to, 
make that real to us. We didn't take the time to study the word and, and allow that word to become alive to us on the inside. You know what I'm saying? It's a word that, you know, I'm going to be honest, like until I started really, really digging into the word about healing, it was something I believed for other people. And it was something that I saw for other people. And it was something that, you know, I knew the word said, but I didn't really have faith for it because I hadn't built my faith for it. Right. Like the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. And so I, I had, I had belief in it because I trusted the people I heard talk about it, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time in the word about it. And so I didn't really have faith for it. Does that make sense? So like, what I'm saying is like, we have to do the work of digging the foundation of removing the dirt, right? The, the junk, the whatever, to be able to pour in that solid foundation of the word of God into our lives. And, and for some of us, we've filled those holes with a bunch of other stuff that we got to pull out of there, you know, and, and get that other, uh, you know, false doctrine and bad teaching and poor experiences and whatever. We got to dig all that stuff up so that we can then fill that back in, um, you know, with the word of God and allow that, that firm foundation, um, you know, that, that the Bible does say that by his stripes, I'm healed. Right. And, and it's real because I I've seen it in scripture for me. It's hard to put into words, I guess, what exactly I'm trying to say, but I think it's just really, it's, there's no shortcuts to this thing, I guess, you know, and it's not a, I don't know how else to stress to you so much that it's not like, it's not a works thing. Like it's not a, an X amount of time here and X amount of time there, you know, six Bible verses a day. And then you're full of faith and power. Like that's not what it is. It's, it's, it's a digging into the word. It's a, it's, it's building that hunger for the word on the inside of you. Right. It's, it's understanding that, you know, I want to become as close to Jesus as I can be. Mm -hmm. I want to become as close um, to a perfect reflection of the movings of, of him and his Holy spirit. Right. Like I want to, and building that in yourself, right. Um, to where it's more than just lip service or like, a, I, I know that I, I want, I know that I need to want to do those things and actually wanting to do those things, I guess. Um, but that, that all comes from digging it up and, and building yeah. that foundation. And, um, you know, there's no shortcut to it. Like I said, you got to do it and it, it requires discipline and it requires work and it re requires time, but it's all worth it. And it doesn't take, it doesn't have to take a million years. You know, it just needs to take diligence and, and following the leading of the Holy spirit, you know? So mm -hmm. anyways, I talked a lot, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by that, Josh. I don't think I ever heard that story um, from, I don't even know what his official title is, but from Joe, I don't think I ever heard that story from him. And that's, wow. It's a good what a one, word man. picture, right? Yeah. What a word picture for, for what it is to, mm -hmm. to walk in faith and to grow in the things of God, right? Mm -hmm. That, um, you know, your roots have to go deep if you desire for that, for you, your growth to go up. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, yeah. Wow. That's good awesome. Stuff. 
I really liked the uh, my time there was was incredible because he's such such a man of of wisdom and and integrity and understanding of he's seen a lot of different things come through. He's been teaching missionaries and raising missionaries for it's going on 21, 22 years now. So, I mean, he's wow. seen all kinds of different things too. And uh, the foundational truths is what he would point at quite frequently and say, like, if you don't have this settled, I've seen way too many missionaries just fizzle out, fall apart, get destroyed on mm -hmm. the field because of the fact that they cannot control themselves. They won't control their mouth. They won't control the basics. They won't, they will refuse to walk in love with other people, with other missionaries, with the locals, with the people in the government and all this different kind of stuff too. So again, it was just, it was a great teaching that we had there and it really sticks out to me. And that, that one particularly was kind of burned into my brain because again, like you said, it's such a great word picture of, we all understand the foundation of a house. It's, it's the thing that you don't see. That's what I liked and kind of picked up from what you were saying before, too, about how you look at other people's lives and, and faith and and you go, wow, like I want to be like them. I want to be the kind of person that that sees, uh, you know, like miracles happen. Like I heard a great yeah. one from a missionary that was in South Africa where uh, there was, um, again, a, a little girl. And again, just uh, for the people that are listening and maybe some of our newer guests, like we believe the word, we believe the full gospel. We believe that Jesus yeah. is the God who saves, heals, delivers. Um, and that the supernatural is a part of, should be a part of our everyday life. This Man. guy had an incredible story. Uh, his name's David. He was, he was sharing about, there was a little girl in his school that he went to and she was born without ears. She had no ear canal. She had no ear on the outside of her head. And, um, he was going through, he was praying for people. He just touched her on the head and said, and said the name of Jesus was all he did. And she immediately started screaming and ran away. And again, like she has just completely flat on the side of her head, there's skin, there's no ear canal, there's no bones inside of there, nothing. Her ears just didn't develop in the womb. And um, they sent him a picture a little while later. And um, I forget exactly how long it was. I think it was probably like nine, 12 months later, because he did actually go back there and got a picture with her afterwards. Um, she started growing ears. And wow. um, when, and she told the story of when David touched her on the head, he just, just a simple, just touched her on the head, was praying and blessing all the kids that were there too. And Mark chapter 16 says, we lay hands on the sick and they recover. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean the flu always. It doesn't just mean a cold or cancer. Sometimes that means a creative miracle. And he told the story of how he just touched her and like right on the forehead. And she said to the teachers afterwards, like once after he was gone, she said like, when he touched me on the forehead, it sounded like something exploded in the sides of my head. And she said, and I could hear. And they said, but that's not possible. You didn't have ears yet. And she said, mm -hmm. no, I know, but I could hear everything. That was like, that was the first time she heard noise and she heard sound was he touched her on the head and said the name of Jesus and her ears exploded mm -hmm. open, which is just crazy to think about because that's the first thing that she heard was the name of Jesus being spoken over her, the one who wow. healed her, the one who wanted to save her life and give her, and, you know, like, so she could be born again. What an incredible testimony. And that one just gives me goosebumps. Like when I heard it, I was just like on the verge of tears. I'm just like, wow, God, that's incredible. Yeah. Like do it in me, God, because she, in the medical proof, like he has all the different proof of it as well. Her ear canals formed, the bones in her ears formed. She has um, eardrums now and the ears grew on the side of her head and she had them completely formed. And he took a picture with her afterwards of the ears that were, that were formed as well. And we hear crazy stories like that too. And we just think like, man, like that's going to be me. I want to do that or whatever. And we can, 
The thing is, though, what he spoke about beforehand is he talked about the years that he's put into this and the time. And he said, God told me to do like start to fasting and start praying and, you know, shutting out, you know, shutting out stuff like I just stuck my face in the word of God. That was the only thing I, I do. He said, I, I sleep. I work the work of ministry. I'm in the word. And I train because he does marathons. And he said, that's literally all my life consists of. I don't do anything else. I sleep. I do the work of the ministry. I raise up churches. You know, I preach. I, you know, do these different things. I get in the word. I study and I pray. And I go back to sleep and do it again the next day. We don't see that foundation, but we see the results of what that foundation is holding. His foundation is built very deep. And he has yeah. the ability to have that kind of a lifestyle where he has some of the most incredible miracles that I've ever heard in my life. And, you know, like I, when I first heard stuff like that too, I just go, that's crazy. That's not physically possible. There's no way something like that is real, but I, you know, like it happens. I've seen incredible miracles happen in, in, in the course of my life. And you've seen it happen too. I've been there for times, you know, when we prayed for people and saw them get healed. And in Hebrews six, like you said, that's part of the foundation of the word faith laying out of hands that kind of stuff is on there you know and and it's not just like some kind of cuckoo fringe belief for christians it's supposed to be a part of the foundation in mark 16 that's what god says uh, mm -hmm. you know, jesus says you preach the gospel and all the creation you know make disciples of all, every single nation lay hands on the sick you know speak with new tongues do all these different things as well this is supposed to be a part of everyday christianity and not to say that there's not like weird stuff that happens. There is. And that's, you know, in order for something, you know, <laughs> for the for the fake, in order for that kind of thing, there has to be something real. There has to be a true counterpart in order for there to be a fake. So just like the devil, um, you know, tries to, you know, influence people to do wrong things and to try to, you know, use it for, you know, fake stuff and that kind of thing too. There is right. real things that happen, real miracles that have happened. I have seen blind eyes open. I have seen deaf ears open as well. And I want to get to that place, you know, where I am. Well, I'm confident in in the ability of God to do those things in my life. And it, yeah. it reminds me of when you were talking there of um, a verse that I was reading, actually, that <laughs> it's in uh, Job 22, 28 of all places. I know a little, little bit of a weird, a weird scripture poll here, but it says this, it says, and you will declare a thing and it will be established. And it will be established. Yeah. So what's funny about that Dakota is that the Hebrew word right there for being established is to rise, to stand up, um, to be, uh, to be established, confirmed, and to be set or to be fixed is one thing as wow. well, or to arise up or to be erected or to build. So what's interesting about that is you will utter a thing and the translation is it will rise up, it will be built and it will be established. Yeah. So what's interesting about that is when we're talking about faith, when we're talking about believing, when we're talking about speaking, the word says here, just like death and life is in the power of the tongue, you will utter a thing or you will declare a thing and it will be built, it will be established and it will be maintained. Yeah. When you speak those things, when you make those declarations, your mouth is going to be setting the things in your life that need that. And they're going to maintain those things as well. It's not just about building those things. It causes them to arise and to maintain. So this is a constant process from top to bottom. The words of our mouth, the way that we are speaking, the things that we are declaring into the world, into our lives, into over ourselves, it is forming them, it is building them, and it is mm -hmm. maintaining them. It is a, it's a whole three-step process with this sort of thing. Because when I was looking at that, I just thought, like, I wonder what this actually means in the Hebrew, because there must be another layer to this. And when I looked at it, I went, that's crazy. Because it is literally from, like, from 
every single level of this thing. When you decree a thing, it is established in every single possible way. So that is why going into 2023, for those of you guys that have been listening, I want to encourage you, just like we talked about in the previous episode, the way that you think about things, the, the yeah. casting your cares upon the Lord, we have to watch our mouths. And this is such a basic thing uh, and such a basic principle that we that we can lose track of so easily. When I am speaking, I am establishing, I am digging the groundwork, I am laying the right. foundation, I am building right. it, and I am maintaining something in my life. If there is something in my life that needs to be gone, I have to start doing something about it. I have to right. start declaring that it is not allowed to operate in my life, that, that the mountain has to move out of my way. And if you look at Mark 11, 23 and 24, it says that if you believe and you speak, and you don't doubt, you can command a mountain to move. So I want to tell you, whatever kind of mountain has been facing you in 2022, whether it's a mountain of sickness, whether it's a lack, a mountain of, of lack, or of depression, or of, of you know, of self-hatred, or, or sure. the inability to that you feel like you have of, of loving others, whatever this is, you can begin to speak to those things. I yeah. thank you, God, that I have the mind of Christ, that my mind is not insane. I'm not losing my mind, but I have Amen. a strong, firm, sound mind that the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. I am quick to forgive, quick to uh, quick to believe the best of people and to and to be led by the Holy Ghost in decision-making and in wisdom and all these different kinds of things. Like you can establish those things in your life. And when you begin to do that, these things are going to be built in your life. And for me, I'm taking stock right now, and I'll go ahead and send this back to you. I'm taking stock right now of what is built in my life that needs to be pulled up. And what is not yet strong that needs to be built up and established further. So go ahead and take it from here, Dakota. But that's kind of the way I, you know, what <laughs> I want to take it right there for a second. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. It's it's I'll tell you what, I think that the reason why the Lord kind of led us in this direction is because beginnings of things, it's important to start out right. Yeah, you know. And uh, the beginning of, of 2023 is tomorrow, right? Um, at the time that you're watching this video. So it's time to start it out right, you know? And I was actually talking, so I'm the, I'm the vice president of a, a motorcycle ministry here in Michigan. And um, I was actually, uh, we just did um, a video earlier today um, on the page for that ministry, inviting people to come out to our New Year's Eve party and, and spend some time in fellowship and stuff. And um, one of the things that, that uh, I talked to the president about and we're going to do tomorrow is something that I've been doing for years personally. And that is um, at midnight, I pray. Um, and I start my year bringing things to the Lord and, you know, worshiping him and honoring him with my time. First thing right out the gate right? Like it's literally the first minutes of the year and I'm giving God my first fruits of the year. Yeah. Right. In my time and literally in the first moments of the year. So, um, for those watching, I just want to encourage you guys, if you want to join us tomorrow night, um, I'm going to be praying at midnight. I'm not going to be live. I'm not gonna be on the internet or anything. But I'm going to be praying when that clock strikes midnight, when that ball falls and hits the ground in New York City, I'm praying. Why? Because that is 
foundation. Mm-hmm. That is how I want to start the year in communication with my father mm-hmm. in, in giving him glory, setting my eyes, fixing my eyes on the things that are the most important. Right. And, and allowing that to be how I begin the year of 2023. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and regardless of anything that's happened up until that moment, I have an opportunity to honor God with the first moments of a new year. What an honor. What a blessing that is. Right. So anyway, sorry, that's, but I encourage you guys, if you want to do that, join, because I'm, I'm trying to get as many people as I can to do it because, you know, when we honor God, it puts our hearts, like we talked about, I think it was last time we, we did a podcast was fixing our eyes back on God and, and, and looking back to keeping things in perspective and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and that's about keeping God first, right. And, and keeping the things of God first. And this is one way we can do that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's time to, to dig up some stuff and, and make sure that foundation is sound. Those foundational things that, that Josh has been talking about, that I've been talking about, that's the stuff. When things happen, when the situations of life begin to roll and when, you know, when that unexpected bill pops out of nowhere and, and then, and then your car breaks down and then your kids get sick. And then, you know what I mean? How it all starts to pile on sometimes. Uh, it's those foundational truths of the word of God. It is the, the, the knowing that the first place that I need to run to is my knees and seek God and speak the word and, and, you know, plead the blood of Jesus over my kids, you know, and whatever that is, you know, it's the, that's the first response, not how can I fix this? Right. But giving it back to God and focusing back in on those foundational things. And um, so anyways, yeah, that's, I, I, I really feel like that's, I think that's where God's got me right now. Josh is, is it's, it's time to get back in there, repair, maybe some of the foundation that I've allowed to erode. Right. Um, you know, I, if we're not careful with the foundations of our lives, with maintaining the 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 beginnings i guess the the starter pack if we're not we're not intentional about maintaining those foundational truths in our lives um we allow them to erode we allow them to become crumbly and and weak in certain areas right and um I, I think that, that the beginning of this 2023 year for me personally is going to be, I know it is because like I said earlier, the Lord's been talking to me about the things I've been slacking in um, and not in a, you're, uh, you're bad, fix it. But like, uh, all right, son, like we need to focus in here. Like these are some areas let's fix them because we got places to go and things to do. Yeah. And this foundation has to be solid, you know? So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where that's where I think God's got me. It sounds like that's where God's got you. And I know for many that are watching right now, uh, 
the Lord has, has sparked that on the inside of you that it's time to go through the house. Yep. It's time to, to go down into the basement and start looking at the walls and checking the foundation. And you know what I mean? Looking for the sign. I'm not a home inspector, but looking for the signs of, of erosion, right? Maybe that's, maybe that's, uh, in, in, uh, a short fuse, maybe, you know, like for you personally, not Josh, but like, maybe this is for one of you that's listening, you know, maybe, maybe you, uh, have noticed over the last few months that things have just set you off. Like you're real quick to anger. You're real quick to, to snap back at people. Um, you need to check your foundation, right? Because your love walk is foundational. And, you know, or maybe it's, you know, it could be a lot of things. It could be fear that's crept in. It could be a lot of different things that have, that are, are, are creeping in and, and eroding that foundation, if you will. But, um, but take some time over the, the rest of this day and, and into tomorrow in the first couple weeks there of 2023 and just really seek the Lord and ask him, where are the, the areas that I'm neglecting? What are the things that I'm missing? What are the areas of my foundation that I'm allowing to to a road. And then mm-hmm. Lord, how do we fix it? Yeah. Help me get into it. Help me, help me know how to patch those things. Help me to know the people that I need to come in contact with the people I need to reach out to, uh, that can help me. Right. Cause we're not called to do this on our own. So yeah, Josh, you got any other, any other thoughts here real quick before, before we wind down? Yeah. I'll just wrap it up real quick by saying, I think that was, that was great. And when it comes to again foundational truths and foundational principles of the word it's so important that we're constantly checking up on ourselves and again for you guys i'd encourage you go look at hebrews chapter six look at what the foundational truths are and then ask god to help you in those areas your love walk is so important your love walk is critical it's not a minor thing the just live by faith and faith works by love so we have to watch our love walk especially with the climate of you know our nation right now or whatever nation you're lips listening from i know we have viewers from and and listeners from Africa, Asia, different places like that too. If your love walk is out of whack, that's going to set off a lot of other areas and and cause you a lot of problems. So just encourage you to go ahead and check that out as well. Thank you guys for listening. We love you guys and we appreciate you. Uh, And we will be praying for you guys tomorrow as well as we are praying for ourselves and our families. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening and you guys have a great new year's and uh, enjoy it as we go into 2023.